Greetings to our families, friends, neighbors, boots on the ground partners, brothers and sisters who are guests in the corrections and detention facilities in the Big Ben. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour. Let me introduce you to my Proverbs 3110 woman for 51 years and married for 47. That's right, I said 47 years. I'm still in process of trying to get it right. My best friend, JC. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate you, man of God. Uh, this road has been challenging, but worth the journey and blessings along the way. And out of this relationship, guess what? We have four wonderful children and eight magnificent grandchildren who, of course, take after me. What? Wait, 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 wait. wait you're saying that none of them take after me? Of course they do. You know, the, the rogues, the act, act, acting up or the carelessness in their schoolwork. But otherwise, anything that's beautiful comes after me. And when they excel in good grades and awards, you know that. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. But none of them would be here without me, the man, the father, the brother, the son. But you know what? That's why I love you so much. Oh, thank you. Should I get the violins out now, ladies? Uh, but let's get back to the show. This is PG rating. And since this is our very first show, let's, uh, Gary, share with our listeners um, who we are and how Livingstone's ministry was birthed. I just can't believe. Uh, I'll just share some background right now. And, and basically, I have to go back number and number of years. But... <clears throat> I was fired from my job back in 1984, and I decided to start a business instead of working for somebody else. And it was it was a true blessing to start my own business and then go on to have three great businesses that, with you, allowed us to retire back in 2006 in Pensacola. Then the Almighty spoke to us to birth Livingstones International, a uh, marriage ministry. Well, let's see. I'll take it from here. Uh, we know marriage is the foundation of society, and we sought to share it with others. You know, at that point, I believe we were married um, close to 40 years, and we were teaching others how to have a successful marriage, and guess how, without really trying. We held seminars and became active in Alabama, Georgia, and locally in Pensacola. We actually attended a seminar when one of the regional directors asked why we were going all over Alabama and Georgia when we did have a site uh, for a marriage uh, conference in Florida. So we attended one in Miami. And the next thing I know, I was offered a position here as executive director for the Florida Commission on Marriage and Families right here in Tallahassee. And that is a mouthful. The Florida Commission on Marriage and Families. <laughs> and we were commissioned to be advocates for the state of marriage between a man and a woman. And while I was serving as the executive director, uh, you became a volunteer at the Wakulla Correctional Institution. And then, of course, due to state funding cuts, we decided to get back to Livingstones because Livingstones was operating for almost a year and a half before I came to Tallahassee. So here we are back in Tallahassee. You're not sure what you were going to do. And I'm still scratching my head to understand how you became a volunteer at 
correctional facilities. <laughs> I'm still amazed myself. But one day after traveling up, we lived in Pensacola for about about 23 years. And uh, back in 2008, you came to Tallahassee. I stayed in Pensacola with our youngest daughter at the time, who's still in school. And uh, so I would travel up and down I-10. I know every nook and cranny on I-10. But once I decided that it's time for me to follow you because you followed me all these years, I came to Tallahassee. When I came, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I'm for driving along in 2008 in December. And all of a sudden, I hear the word of God. Now, we're going to take a commercial break right now. And then we're going to come back. I'm going to tell you and the rest of the story. You're listening to the Stone Builders Hour with uh, Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go! Oh, come on! (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. And I tell you, we are so excited uh, to be here uh, on Wave 94, uh, sharing with uh, our community uh, something very different and unique that's inspirational, that's fun and serious with activities that are happening in our community. And there's some things that we're going to talk about, some latest gun violent activities that we're going to deal with uh, later on in the show. But um, it just breaks our heart because families are broken uh, in our community and uh, it doesn't seem like there is no end. But you know what? There is a solution. And uh, one of the solutions is that, you know, I mean, I, I want to stay on track also by going uh, to continue with my story about uh, going into the prison. As I was driving along, minding my own business, all of a sudden I've heard this voice that say, go into prison. I haven't looked up. Matter of fact, I'm up there driving. Along, I had to look at my rearview mirror, looked in the side mirror and it's like, huh, who, what? Go into prison. And I don't know why I went back home and I automatically went on the Department of Correction website and uh, signed up to become a volunteer. And next thing I know, uh, I was approved as a volunteer. And in January 2009, I started, I became a volunteer in education uh, at Wakala uh, Correctional Institution and uh, started working with men on business plans on how to operate the, and start a business because reentry uh, and recidivism was so high and trying to get a job was so 
difficult to start your own business. And so I was teaching from, I guess, uh, January until June how to start a business. But as I would go into the prison, uh, uh, the chapel would be on the right and education would be on the left. And come February, I kept feeling like I need to turn right into the chapel. But sometimes being a stiff-necked man that I am sometimes, yes, you are. <laughs> it took me till April to finally turn into the chapel. And when I turned into the chapel, for the first time, I met men who were serving life sentences, men with 20, 30 years, but they had the joy of the Lord. And I was perplexed. How can these men have so much joy and praising God so much with that long time in front of them? And if, it, if when I know people here on the outside, they fall asleep in church. They don't want to go to church. You know, they, 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 they got to drag them to go. It's like it just threw my world upside down that it helped me go back into my word. But what I understood was that it didn't matter where you were at. It's who you serve because God dwells within you. And if you embrace him and invite him in, he'll give you joy no matter where you're at. And so I'm just thankful to be able to start as a volunteer. And the next thing you know, they hired me as a, as a full-time state chaplain. And, uh, and I have a whole bunch of stories that we can go on for. The, I got a whole bunch of stories. How about you guys down there at Wakala? I'm giving you all a shout out there at Wakala. And, um, and we'll come back, but let me get back. Let's get back to Living Stones and how Living Stones was birthed back in 2006. We're at 12 years right now that we've been operating, uh, as a Living Stone. That is true. But I do have to say that I was even perplexed uh, with you going into the prison because it almost, even before they hired you, became a full-time job. You were there for five days a week. Uh, you were working in education. Uh, when you started going into the chapel, you started uh, doing uh, classes on Inside Out Dad, teaching men how to become better fathers, uh, how to work with their children, how to even get along with, if they weren't married to uh, their uh, mother of their children, how to get along with their mothers. <laughs> so it was a whole process that even I had to drag myself into the prison to find out why you were so happy going there. But I found that there was a harvest, and that's exactly uh, what we're looking for is the harvest. Um, Jesus says the laborers are few, but the harvest is plenteous, and it is. And that's one of the reasons why Living Stones was birthed was around 1 Peter 2, 4 through 9. We wanted to be to look for that chosen stone, that stone that the builder threw away. And verse uh, 4 talks about being a spiritual house, a holy priesthood that offers up spiritual sacrifices acceptable, acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So we have to understand that we are precious, that we are the elect, and we have to be able to start interfacing with each other on that same vein. Because in order to become that chief capstone and as that stone that was thrown away, um, we have to know that we are chosen, that we are a royal priesthood, a um, just a, a holy nation um, where God has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so out of that, that's where Livingstone has always been built on the foundation of what we did in our business. We were always called a second chance company. So as a second chance company, we always felt that people ha should have the opportunity to start again, even when they make mistakes, because, hey, we all make mistakes. 
and you know it. Yes, um, just uh, not only just pastor, but me too. <laughs> I don't do dog houses and I don't do sofas. You got to know how to turn that situation around so that you can have a good night's sleep in your own bed. <laughs> All right. Well, I know one of the things that we always consistently try to do is just throw out uh, one thing about our motto, Livingstone's motto. We uh, we are here to say that we strengthen one marriage, to save one family, and to raise up one child at a time. Well, you know, our mission is uh, strengthening and building healthy relationships among family members, also engaging fathers and mothers to be more active in the lives of their children and mentoring, engaged and married couples and advocating the importance of family uh, to our government officials. Now, you can find out more on Living Stones by visiting our webpage at www.we. LivingStones.org. That's all one word. We LivingStones.org. And after you visit the page, we are a 501c3 ministry and we can use your donation by becoming a stone builder. You can join with us and we have some, we have some gifts for you once you uh, join up with us and, and you can also sponsor this program and also be a guest. Uh, just uh, give us a, you can uh, communicate with us on uh, Living Stones or you can write us at uh, Living Stones, P.O. Box 6747. That's Tallahassee, Florida, 32314. And we'll be looking forward to uh, responding to you. Uh, we are going to uh, take a, another commercial break. And we are going to be back to talk about not only living stones, but the dealing with all this violence going on in our community and the impact of Father Absence is having. You're listening to the Stone Builders Hour with uh, Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Recolor Gardens in Crawfordville. Just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three, or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. Down payment and closing assistance for multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your next home. That's 850-727-3532 or visit McCullough Garden Properties LLC.com. That's McCullough Garden Properties LLC.com. If we don't have it, you don't need it. Visit TheMarketplaceForYou.com. Find the perfect gift every time on TheMarketplaceForYou.com for the best products from all over the web. Let your fingers do the walking with over 14,000 items in stock to choose from. Electronics, toys, games, kitchenware, jewelry, delivered to your home or office. Free shipping on all orders with no minimum. All credit card payments secured. Shop now at www.TheMarketplaceForYou.com. I think we need to talk about exactly what do we do because a lot of folks want to know, well, where's your church? Where's your church? And our response is that our church is we're, we're, we're incorporated as a, a as a church, but we are an outreach ministry. 
Correct. where we go into the highways, the byways, the community, the prisons, and uh, and also throwing lifelines to folks to uh, to help them develop toolkits so they can do better and uh, to, to survive better. But one of the things about Living Stones is that we provide comprehensive programs that address that addresses the effect of uh, parental incarceration on children and their families and because of our experience with marriage and in the prison uh, we found that uh, those mothers and fathers who are in prison that there is a impact on those children who are left behind those children are left behind. They, they, they fall behind in school and yes. they have emotional issues. They have violent issues and they're angry and they're frustrated uh, because their uh, parent is not there. And that's one of the reasons we started a, uh, we became part of, once I left chaplaincy in 2012, we started a program called Children of Inmates uh, in partnership with uh, the Service Network in Miami. And we started with uh, six children taking them in on, on quarterly bonding visits to visit their moms and dads. And that grew to 400 in about six years that we had taken into the prisons. And so we have seen a lot. And all I can say is that the impact on those children and the parents to be able to connect as a family, create a lifelong bonds uh, with those children. But because of that, we saw that those children, after they were having success with their bonding visits, that they were lacking in schools and frustration. And we started an after-school program. And through that after-school program, we started with six, and I grew to about 49 children that we ran for about six years. And we had a lot of fun, a lot of success, and we covered about seven schools uh, with those children. And one of the things that we're doing is that we work with uh, our, it's called the COVE Academy, Children of Value Learning Academy, which is a no-cost school program that supports Title IV Part A. And um, and uh, it's basically helping uh, the children uh, in elementary, middle school, school, uh, build social emotional skills, as well as behavior in the classroom. Well, you know, uh, parents, uh, your children that you have in in a great environment uh, just provides an opportunity for children to grow, to be the best that they can be. Not every uh, child has that opportunity. And what we try to do is to bring in some of uh, the things that we know about the activities that we have learned in the past, um, not only the hurts, but the emotional uh, trauma that comes with a parent incar- incarcerated, uh, trying to get them to be more, to be the best that they can be, and to give that teacher an opportunity to be able to teach. Um, let's face it, uh, we are not in the same classroom as, say, I was so many years ago. Um, it's different now. Our children need a lot more opportunities to see how things, inter- how they interact with individuals, how they even interact with their teachers. Um, and we have a program for parents as well, because a lot of times parents need the tools to work with their children, to set boundaries, to have better communication, uh, because ultimately, if you're not doing it early enough, we will see them at the end in prison. And part of that is also to prevent that, to prevent them to know, to get them to understand that there are many opportunities. Boy, I, I, I don't wish to be born now, Mm-mm. but 
the children today have so, so much to look forward to and uh, work that they could learn and do if given the right skills. And a lot of times um, now all of the science is showing that, the research, that if children aren't given certain tools and early enough, especially if even before they even come to kindergarten, they should know how to read. They should know their alphabets. It, but if they're in stressful situation, it, it affects their brains and infecting their brains. It affects the, you know, stress causes tension. And then the next thing you know, they don't want to do certain things. So one of the things that we're finding now is that more and more people want to deal with the social and emotional skill building, uh, for youth. Enough, young enough so that as they're learning that and as they get older, uh, perhaps maybe they won't be as uh, stubborn as some of these football players are about what wearing a helmet or certain helmet or wearing certain shoes in the basketball court. So all of those are learned, <laughs> uh, learned um, habits that uh, that came in when they were young. But now if they, we looked at it now and start doing those things early enough, we would change um, their whole programming and maybe for the best so that they can be better. You know, running that, I just had a flashback. He said helmets and shoes and working with our, working with our uh, middle school children uh, to have uh, a couple of the young boys that, that their goal is to be a basketball player Correct. or to be a football player. And then you say, well, are you on the basketball team? No, but you're going to the NBA? Yes. Okay, so you're going to play in the NFL? Yes. Are you on the high school football team? No. Well, were you going to learn your basic skills? Well, I'm just a natural athlete. All right. Okay, so I suggest you start trying out uh, at a minimum, play in the organized leagues around the community, or also try to go out for your school team so you can see how you match up because there's only how many people on an NBA team times how many teams, uh, how many people on a college team times how many colleges. You have uh, uh, class A or uh, what, um, division one, division two, division three. So you got a lot of competition out here. So I think you need to get started. How about this? How about focusing on adding, <laughs> subtracting, and multiplying, dividing, and uh, and doing what you can so that you can educate yourself. So, And also, what happens if you break a leg? And then uh, what are you going to have to fall back on? So those are the kind of things that some of our youth, they're so involved with the music and the video. It's like they got them. So we have to get our children back. And I think one of the biggest things when you talked about this, the stats is we put it on plain paper. Um, we actually had some um, youth that were involved with sports and they were very good. And I know here football is a biggie. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone loves football. Uh, but one of the things we had to look at is how many men on a team times how many teams in your city, in your county, multiply that by the times the number of states. Uh, and it got to be that after you looked at it, that you only really had an opportunity of maybe one in tens of, you're competing about tens of thousand other youth for maybe what, 15 positions? That's right. 50 max. That's right. So the opportunity to study and to do something else worthwhile. I mean, hey, we we need I need a mechanic. (laughs) I need someone to fix a dentist. I need um, when I look at my own personal life, there's things that we need that would take less effort. 
and um, still got to be certified. Still, yes, yeah, so still mm-hmm. be educated, but it would take less effort, and you could possibly make just um, good and a great enough income to support a family. How about we take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about fatherhood and that uh, this late this latest. Uh, Ah, shootings that are taking place in our community. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Stone Builders Hour with uh, Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Become a stone builder and support Living Stones children and family programs and services. Help us strengthen and build healthy relationships among family members and fathers and mothers to be active in the lives of their children. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour on Wave 94, Thursdays, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or mail your gift to Living Stones, P.O. Box 6747, Tallahassee, Florida, 32314. Remember, your donations and gifts are tax deductible. I can't believe you found them. He seems sorry. We very clearly told him not to look up there. I'm honestly impressed that he was able to do it. Right? What did he balance on that big chair? Yeah, I mean, I guess he'll just know what his gifts are this year. I really thought we had hidden them well. If they can find their presence, they can find a gun. 911, what is your emergency? Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and N Family Fire. You're listening to the Stone Builders Hours with Gary, Pastor Gary, and Elder JC, and we are enjoying ourselves today. And uh, we have a couple events that are coming up. Uh, this weekend, uh, Jacob Chapel, uh, their outreach ministry, is having a free farm share distribution this Saturday, September the 14th at 8.30. So go to 2333 Lake Bradford Road, that's here in Tallahassee at Jacob Chapel, and you can uh, call 850-574-3150 and ask for Claudette. And uh, now farm share is a big thing. I know uh, uh, Living Stones, uh, we have been doing farm share for about 10 years. I know that just our organization alone over this uh, 10-year period, we have given away over a million pounds of uh, food items, uh, chicken and fresh vegetables and things of that nature. I'll have Dave. We'll have Dave uh, from FarmShare uh, come on there uh, in the very near future uh, as one of our guests. And he can verify that million pounds there <laughs> that we've done. Because that does, uh, I'm not even sure how many, what that adds up into tons. But all I know, we just had a recent one down at um, uh, Sable Palm, the Florida State uh, Medical School. Uh, have a, uh, a facility mm-hmm. uh, there. Uh, it's a primary health care facility, and they invited us to come in with FarmShare to distribute uh, some food items. We had about 14,000 pounds of food that we were able to share with the community. Uh, we served about 300 people in households here. And uh, so we just we just love doing farm share because we're people are hungry out here and uh, uh, we have all kind of folks who come in uh, expensive cars. 
uh, poor cars, raggedy cars, cars. Sometimes we have to push through the line, but um, you don't know what's going on in people's households. So remember, this Saturday, Farm Share Distribution at Jacob Chapel, this Saturday, September the 14th, starting at 830 at 2333 Lake Bradford Road. And call Claudette at 850-574-3150 and go down and get some breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Also, we have the Florida Department of Education. They're invite. We are all about fathers, mothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it breaks my heart to say 70% of children are raised now in a single family household, a father absent household. 70%. So the Florida Department of Education invites you, the listener out there, to participate in a dad's Dedicated achievement to demonstrate success by taking your child to school on September the 25th uh, of this year. So contact if your child's in elementary, middle or even high school because uh, they're looking for all fathers and father figures and mentors, uncles, stepfathers, grandfathers, brothers and anybody uh, to uh, uh, to uh, take a child to school. And all you have to do is contact your school district volunteer and uh, at your school. And I'm sure that there's enough time. It's on September the 25th and take a child to school because that leads into why you need to be involved with your child in school. Because I tell you, recently in Jacksonville, I saw a video on social media where you had two middle school children attack and beat up their teacher in the classroom and then threw a wastebasket at her. Both of them were pounding on her and she was trying to defend herself. Two t- I couldn't believe what it was. I called JC, you got to see this. She refused to come because she didn't want to see that. Someone, I mean, the, the audacity to to do that and then someone in the classroom filming it and then posting it immediately on social media. I'm not sure if y'all know about that airdrop. We learned about airdrop a couple of years ago through our civil citation program because we had some youth who are dealing with cyberbullying and they're taking uh, photographs of different things and, and things like that. So we learned about airdrop about uh, about a year ago where there's situations and they airdrop it immediately and it's out there in the world, like situations that you don't want nobody to know about. But it's out there in the world. So to see this, the violence and the anger that these two young middle school girls had, oh, God, we have to get mothers and fathers more active with your child at school because they're mirrors of what's going on in their homes. Not mirrors, at least what's going around in their community. And it's unfortunate that many of us really, we we see the children, but we really don't. And whenever we're in the schools, we really do need more mentors, especially uh, male mentors. 
we need uh, men to be participating with our children. Um, if I had my way, I would have all males in uh, elementary schools because that would be the ideal situation to have those father figures, substitute father figures uh, for the children, because a lot of times that's where it all starts. And I know we will talk a little bit about the National Fatherhood Institute, um, some of the things that we're doing there, but both um, Livingstones became a certified um, facilitator for the 24-7 Dad program based out of uh, Germantown, Maryland. And based on our training, we understand the positive effects of fatherhood and the negative impact of father absence. And it's a lot of times fathers feel as though they're not the important uh, part of the formula, but indeed they are. And I know Pastor can talk a little about that in terms of just seeing uh, that in terms of what we work in civil citation, the work we do going into the prisons, um, the classes we hold for parenting, both in the detention centers and in prisons. And you find when you ask that question, how many of you uh, had a father in your home? Most times the percentages are very low. Too high, too high. Uh, during my time uh, teaching inside, outside, Dad, uh, in prison, I've taught over 1,100 men at four different state facilities. And of those 1,100 men, 90% grew up in a father-absent home. And then the remainder were either in foster care or out of a two-family household. But those men who took the program and took the course I had one man that just stood up and almost broke me down in tears. He said he wished he would have known about this course when he was on the outside. He had no idea this information existed on how to be a, a father as opposed to a man. And one of the things that he shared during the graduation, he said that my great-grandfather was in prison. My grandfather was in prison. My father was in prison. Here I am in prison serving life, and my son's in prison. And if he would have had this information, he would have, maybe he wouldn't be here in prison right now, or at least prevented his son from being in prison serving 10 years. That jacked me up. Because when he said his great-grandfather, I knew that my great-grandfather with my age was born back in 1880. Yes. Uh, and so you mean to tell me from the 1900s, your family seed had an incarcerated loved one, the head of household being incarcerated, and now it's passing down. And now you have a grandson, because so he tells his grandson through letters, please act right. You don't want to come to prison. Try to do things positive and stay away from the negative. But sometimes information is key. And things like that is why the story like that is that if you can save one man at a time or save one child at a time, that's what Living Stones is all about. Even though that man will never give out, so he says, because you don't know what God can do. God can open up doors and uh, that no one can open, and he can shut them, and no one. And so you just got to put it in his hands. And uh, but just to know that there's so the father absence situation and problem that we're having is we're in a living in end times. 
this latest shooting, we had three children who were not with us anymore within a two-week time period. Now, those three children who had lost their lives, but really there are six families who have been damaged uh, because of uh, this gun violence that's going over, going down in the Tallahassee community. Tallahassee, our state capital, is one of the most violent communities in the state. Nobody will want to mention it, but the statistics say that based on a per capita, there is violence going on more so than Miami, more so than Orlando, more so than Jacksonville. Right now, it's becoming so unsafe that that just recently they talked about the young person that was uh, shot at the uh, the movie theater. And how do you go to the movie theater and you get into a that you shoot somebody that you so mad, so angry that you're taking a gun to the movie and and you're threatened. So you shoot somebody. And then a few days later, then there's a, a vigil down at Jack McClain Park and at the prayer vigil for the one who lost the life of 15 year old takes a gun to the prayer vigil and shoots somebody accidentally. We are in a crisis Right now, and it's one that we cannot sit on the sidelines anymore. Pastors and churches, they're doing what they can. But parents, it's time for you to get off the couches and start investing time and energy into your fathers. It's time for you to take responsibility for your children. It's time for you to invest into your children. Whether you in prison, out of prison, divorce, baby mamas, these young folks, the reason why they're mad, because when they look in the mirror, they have nobody to look at and say, who am I? And we had a particular situation of a young man uh, just for that very reason. He didn't want to go to prison to visit his father, hadn't seen him in 17 years, he had no clue. Uh, it's obvious there was no discussion in the home about him. We probably could say that there were no pictures of his dad. And so after much, uh, I guess, thinking on his part, what should he do? He finally decided a little bit late that he would go and attend. And as the visit was progressing, we could see there was tension because yeah, hey <laughs> i haven't seen you for 17 yeah we were looking <laughs> we hadn't seen they hadn't seen each other for 17 years but over time they found they had a common denominator and that is they both like to play chess and so once that got pulled out and they started playing uh what stood what started as across the aisle yeah. on opposite sides <laughs> they got together and sat on the same side and when pastor finally went over to talk to them to ask him did he enjoy the visit uh what was Glad it what did yeah what did he think about it it was interesting he said i finally know what i look like so in his mind for 17 years, he had no clue as to who he was, 
who he looked like because everyone did say you look like your dad. You know how we say that? Uh-huh. Oh, you take after your father. He ain't no you good. Look- <laughs> <laughs> he in jail. Yeah. So after all of that, he get he could see now that he did take after his dad. He could see that that relationship was built. And when the dad got out, know, he yeah. couldn't make up for the seventeen years, of course. But it did give him the ability to start building a relationship with him at that point. And he came back. The father came to our office is to thank us, to say, man, I really appreciate you allowing us to have a visit because I can never get back uh, the time that I lost as his father. But now he's at least we're developing a, a friendship, friendship. Yep. and he invites me to his ball games and and we just become friends. And it's like, praise God. You know, that's what it's all about is to connect with your seed, connect with because you are <laughs> you are a creator of life. Men, that's your seed out there. Uh, fathers, you cannot abandon the, your children. And the mothers, please let the fathers I visit was them. I going to say, it's not sometimes always the dad. Uh, we Moms, we have to, uh, we are the gatekeepers. Let's face it. We're the one that either opens the gate or closes it. And in the beginning, when children are young, you don't have perhaps some of the issues as they start becoming teenagers, uh, they start acting out. Um, you want the father to be in their presence. That testosterone that's going into that young male, um, they need that direction of roughhousing. They need that direction of how to really take that testosterone to a different level. That's why a lot of guys go into football. Go into basketball because they want to be around someone where they can show and prove that they're good at what they do. And that's what fathers are for. So moms, be the gatekeeper and open the gate so that uh, children can now have that relationship with them. And one of the reasons, um, LSI, right now we do not run an after-school program, but we do run our co-learning academy. But we actually go into the schools. That's the uh, it, we're trying to address those behavior issues that a lot of our students and children have and doing it through um, social and emotional um, building so that they can know how to operate not only in society, but just it, in the classroom. I'm sure teachers um, would love to be able to teach without having any disturbances. And it's fun. It's interactive. Um, and besides getting um, the children involved, we want the parents involved. We yes. have a Parents Engage for Life network. We need you to be engaged with the children. It provides you tools because a lot of times you don't know what to do next. Sometimes you're pulling your hair out on on. Or is this really my child? Is this really the way it should go? Yes. So there's uh, opportunities and avenues for you to be with other parents, just like yourself, to come out and just learn some some new techniques of how to deal with these, what is it, the 22nd century children? Uh, <laughs> things have changed. Social media has been blasting a lot of things, um, giving opportunities and opening doors for children that uh, we knew nothing about in our day. Um, even cell phones, the same thing. Mm-hmm. So parents, you need a way to be able to band together, to uh, come together, to help yourselves and, and your children out. I tell you, even when you mentioned roughhousing, I, I myself, during the 60s, uh, all of the 60s, starting in 1959, uh, 60s, I grew up in a, a single mom household with uh, 
with uh, uh, five other siblings. And um, so I know how hurt I was with my father uh, leaving, uh, with my uh, leaving my family. And uh, it really creates a um, some anger and psychological issues. And, and I think we're all jacked up as kids. <laughs> my siblings and I were all jacked up. We all got issues. But but thank God my mother had us going in the church. And, and I think that's that's how we got saved. But I knew that during that time, I knew that uh, once I found that right girlfriend, who's who's my girlfriend to this day, that uh, I made a, a choice that I would not be anything like my father, and that I will be active in the lives of my family and stay with my wife and and raise my children uh, under one roof. And I just thank God that He allowed us to do that. And when you were talking about rough housing, we have um, uh, three daughters and a son, and my girls were awesome. My girls and all of them had their own personalities. Uh, our oldest daughter is like in her 40s. Stop, stop. stop. <laughs> and the baby's 28. <gasps> or is she going to be 28? No, she's going to be 29. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Rocky. <laughs> and then our son is 34. But back during the day, we talking about rough, rough housing. As a father, just do it. Just it, I'm going to tell on you, Ma. Now I'm telling on you, we had a business that was nationwide called Bitco USA. We were systems integrators for Motorola's, uh, um, in uh, uh, USA, digital recorders, GE, and we were the guys that installed communication equipment, video surveillance on buses and trains nationwide, and orbital sciences. We did some of the largest projects in the United States. So I'd be gone for like three, four, sometimes six months at a pop on running different job sites. And uh, I remember coming home one day uh, after being gone for about four months, and I just come home and I hear a lot of yakety yak going on in our family room and uh and it's my son yelling at my wife and it's like dude i walked in i said no he ain't so i had to remind him that this is my wife you do not disrespect my wife this is my woman and boy don't you know i'll take you out and i grabbed that little dude <laughs> he's about 13 at that yeah, time he's about 13 he thought he was he a thought he, man oh <laughs> boy he had my rage going i snatched him <laughs> I'm telling on you, dude. I snatched him and it scared him. And I won't tell you the rest of the story, <laughs> but. You know. Yeah, I mean, didn't do that anymore, but I loved it. And of course, we as women, you know, we're nurturers. Oh, please don't hurt my baby. Don't hurt my baby. But at that point in time, I was proud of my husband because he took. Uh, the reins and showed what a real man is, is supposed to be doing. So. And that's why some of our boys, they, especially our young boys and our, we have to be, show them the way to go as men. Nothing against women because my mother did an awesome job, but I also had men. I have, I had grandfathers, I had uncles, and I had next door neighbor, Mr. Tolley. I had different folks that really helped me develop. I had my older brother that really helped me to develop, and a lot of children don't have that. Yeah, right. And, uh, so, and especially nowadays, being in a microwave society, everything has to happen right now. And everybody's twirling their thumbs and working game boys and so much violence. 
No one goes outside to play anymore. Kids don't know how to play. There's a statistic going out that, you know what, in our military, those young men are going to the military. You know that over 70% of them can't pass the physical. Oh, our and men, our sperm count is down. <laughs> What's up with that? This we we're gonna come at some future shows. We're gonna talk about some men issues. We're gonna talk about men issues and health issues all by myself <laughs> because we got some issues out here, guys. No one's having babies anymore, and if we are, they're too young. We need to get away from the flesh. And keep our eyes focused on things above and not on things around us. That's why in Haggai, uh, I love that that little Old Testament prophet Haggai. He talks about it in uh, Haggai 1, 5, and 7. He says, consider your ways. Mm. He had to tell you twice to consider your ways in 5. And he came back and said, consider your ways, men. Women, consider your ways and stop putting the focus on you and putting it on these young ones because they need nurturing. We can't have kids going to school beating up their teachers, beating up each other. We can't have the kids taking guns to school. We can't have people shooting when they want to, robbing, stealing. Come on now. It's a... God is calling up his remnant to stand against this evil because the deceiver, he tells you, he's out to kill and destroy our young folks. And men, I challenge you today to stand up and stand firm and be the man that you have been designed by the Almighty to be. Because you are made in his image, just like your children are made in your image. So you want your image to go around doing all kind of craziness and everything? Men, you need to stop, look, and listen, and come back to your children. Well, coming back to Living Stones, that's one of the things that we still do. Um, We're going to be looking at some other programs down the line. Uh, We want to be able to say, remember to tune in to Stone Builders. You're listening to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Become a stone builder and support Living Stones children and family programs and services. Help us strengthen and build healthy relationships among family members and fathers and mothers to be active in the lives of their children. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour on Wave 94, Thursdays, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or mail your gift to Living Stones, P.O. Box 6747, Tallahassee, Florida, 32314. Remember, your donations and gifts are tax deductible. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Well, you're listening to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I think Pastor was about to to blow a gasket on that <laughs> last conversation. Uh, but we are passionate about our fathers, passionate about our children and families in general, uh, mothers included, too. Um, I did have a, a lighter note that I wanted to do. Um, yet we want our fathers to connect. We want mothers to allow them as well. Um, but on future shows, we'd like to talk about healthy fare. Um, we'd like to make announcements for upcoming events uh, because we are in the schools. There are a lot of activities that are going in the schools that could get our parents more involved and more engaged. But I have an interesting uh, request. I am looking for a specific recipe that my Aunt May used to make. It was a coconut cake with marshmallow icing from scratch and a pineapple filling between layers. Uh, Let me know if you have one and uh, we'll test it out for you if you want to make it. Uh, But (laughs) it has to be as good as Aunt uh, May's cake. So we're looking for cake, anyone? Um, but uh, if you have any questions or want to contact us, do that through uh, through our website, welivingstones.org, or you can email us at info at welivingstones.org. Now, if you want to send that cake, uh, <laughs> we want to send that pineapple cake. We have 604 Eugenia Street. That's our <laughs> physical location. Just give us a call at 850-219-0091. Let us know that you're coming so I can be there with a knife and fork. Or just uh, email it to uh, jc at welivingstones.org and uh, let us know that you're coming or send a recipe. But I would prefer that physical cake. Now, I'm trying to lose weight, but For we'll, that, we'll, 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 we'll test it out and we'll let the viewers know. Uh, who who came up with that? Who uh, who donated that cake? And and also we want to uh, remind everybody that there's farm share this Saturday, um, uh, September the fourteenth at eight thirty at Jacob Chapel. Uh, their outreach ministry is uh, hosting a farm share distribution. I know that they're going to have like fresh vegetables and breads and and uh, all kind of good things where you can have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's how normally uh, Dave from FarmShare does it. He brings out enough food where you can have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and uh, and then some. So remember, that's uh, FarmShare this Saturday, uh, the 14th at 8.30. Uh, contact uh, Claudette at 850-574-3150. And also, dads, take your child to school day. is September the 25th. Uh, on the 19th, and uh, contact your local school, Raleigh, uh, Godby, uh, 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 Griffin, Bond, Bond, Griffin, uh, you know, uh, every school in the Leon County School District. Contact your local school. Uh, tell them that you want to volunteer. Uh, fathers, stepfathers, granddads, uncles, brothers, uh, foster child, male role models. Uh, they want you to be there because this will, you have a, can you imagine a child? Uh, I know that I myself, uh, uh, we mentor a couple young men and, uh, I went to lunch, uh, with, uh, one of our, uh, uh, after school children. He was being bullied. And so, he invited, I said, well, you know what? How about if I come to lunch with you one day and, uh, and show me who these bullies are? And so you would, he asked me, do you mean you would do that? I said, yeah, I'll come. Let's see who they, you, I want you to point them out to me. And so sure enough, I went to lunch with him. He's in middle school. We went to lunch together and you should have saw all the kids 
looking at me, man, who is this big black dude, you know, with this little guy? And it's like, and he was introducing me to the, the teachers and the administration. They welcomed me. They made me feel so welcome. And then he pointed out to the kids and I went over and talked to him. Hey, how y'all doing? Yeah, this is my man right here. Yeah, hey, no, I know y'all gonna be getting along henceforth. And you know, he didn't have no problem with those kids no more. And he played the violin too. Praise God. So, uh, so men, you need to get involved with a child at school. You know, one thing that I also want to talk about is that we are a certified facilitator for 24-7 Dads for the National Fatherhood Initiative. Uh, we have um, uh, myself, JC, and Freddie Rouse. Freddie Rouse, who's been with us for a while now, he has a testimony for himself uh, uh, that went through a situation, came out with a degree from TCC, went on to uh, FAMU, yeah, graduated, yeah. and now he is a master social worker with uh, FSU. And he is awesome and passionate, who cares. And one of the things that we do is that we go inside the prisons to host a 24-7 class. Right now, he's doing 24-7 down at the Leon County Detention Center Correct. right now. I just graduated class at uh, Wakala and getting ready to start at um, uh, the work camp. And uh, he's starting another class soon at the... Um, Gaston, uh, Gaston Reentry Center. And we're getting ready to start a course on the outside. So men, fathers, brothers, uncles, if you're interested in attending our next 24-7 dad, uh, just give us a call at 850-219-0091 or send me an email, uh, Gary at we Livingstones. Uh, dot org, or just visit our website. We have applications on our website that you can fill out, download, and let us know so we can uh, put together a class. We're looking just for 15 men. Uh, it can only fit 15 men in the class because it's very interactive, and I guarantee Intense. that, and yes. I guarantee it will change your life as a father. Well, again, you're tuning in to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Now, next week, we're going to have some guests with us. So in all our future programs, we are going to have some guests, some invited guests, because we want you, uh, the listeners, to know who there's a lot of people here in our community that are doing things that no one knows about. Do you know Ann Floyd Lucas. You know, Ann Floyd Lucas goes out to farm share uh, every Friday or every other Tuesday and she picks up food and she goes home and prepares it and cooks it and feeds the homeless people in the park. Who does that? You know, do y'all know that? And she's been doing it for a while. So we want to have guests like that's going to come on. And we're going to have Dave from Farmshare come on, plus other people who are interested in the community. We may even have uh, Larry Simmons come on. Also, uh, we're going to have some law enforcement people come on. And also people from the community, from our program. So they can tell you their perspective on what's going on uh, with Living Stones. Because, you know, last summer, for the second year, we hosted a summer program up at... uh, Joe Lewis of uh, the Springfield Housing Authority. And and we're in partnership with the Tallahassee Housing Authority. And it's been awesome. So, uh, But I also want to recognize one of our sponsors. My son came up to visit with us. And we went down to Wakala Property, uh, Wakala Gardens, 
uh, down uh, where New Home Construction uh, down there, we'll call it Garden. So our son was there. Lamar took us on a trip, who's a developer. And you can buy a single family brand new house cheaper than what you can do living in the projects. And it's affordable. Don't worry about your credit. He'll work out your credit. Uh, he, they, there's down payment requirements. There's closing requirements. And you can have a brand new home just 15, 20 minutes away from downtown Tallahassee. It's awesome. So I want to give Lamar a shout out. Uh, he has a commercial spot and uh, we're going to have him come on as a, as a guest uh, also so he can talk about the, the, the housing development that's down there where you can have a brand new home with all the warranties and, and everything. So we're excited about it. My son wanted to know, hey, how I get one of these down in Orlando? So uh, I know it's awesome. All right, so you're tuned in to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC, and we love Tallahassee. Are you ready to have fun? Fun, fun, fun. See y'all next week. Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Ricola Gardens in Crawfordville. Just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three, or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. Down payment and closing assistance for multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your next home. That's 850-727-3532 or visit LLC.com. That's LLC.com. If we don't have it, you don't need it. Visit TheMarketplaceForYou.com. Find the perfect gift every time on TheMarketplaceForYou.com for the best products from all over the web. Let your fingers do the walking with over 14,000 items in stock to choose from. Electronics, toys, games, kitchenware, jewelry, delivered to your home or office. Free shipping on all orders with no minimum. All credit card payments secured. Shop now at www.TheMarketplaceForYou.com.